This NBA All-Star Weekend Picks Edition of the Sports Game of Podcast is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play Underdogs Pick them for a chance to win 100x. Promo code SGPN, underdogfantasy.com for a 100% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. Enter their free Daytona 500 contest for a chance to win $100 cash and a $100 SGPN gift card at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Welcome, everyone, to the Sports Gambling Podcast. I'm Sean, stacking the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan, Real Money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Uh, Ryan, Real Tired Kramer. Did, didn't get uh, the, the the requisite after 4 to 7 a.m. local time show nap uh, fully really? executed. So, a little Why? What, hap- what happened to your nap, Ryan? Uh... I might I might have a confession to play to make, Sean. I might I might be turning into a slot player. <laughs> I, Wait, that's all you, I'll leave it at did that. Did you play the rich at... little piggies again, Ryan, when I wasn't watching? No, no, I didn't find the piggies. Uh, but your your father-in-law was in my ear, so I tried some dancing drums. Oh no. Disa- disaster. Yeah, dude, absolute disaster. I'm not, yeah, I'm not uh yeah, get me out of there. I mean that. The Circa has a great, a great Asian restaurant, but uh, staying away from the slots. Stay away from the dancing drums. Yes, uh, of course, if you haven't been uh, following along, uh, Kramer and I have been follow, uh, filling in for the Follow the Money guys over on the Visa Morning Show, 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. local time, 7 to 10 uh, on the East Coast. So kind of a uh, bizarre schedule here. We, if you're watching on YouTube.com slash Sports Gaming Podcast, we are not in the same hotel room although it does look like that because we have very similar backgrounds uh but yes we are coming to you live from the uh circuit resorts and casino a great spot here great time overall hanging out in vegas gonna talk a little uh hoops here of course uh a lot to get to uh before we do that of course a reminder get in on the daytona 500 contest sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash daytona uh, for the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, guys, grant $100 cash and $100 SGPN merch gift card free to enter, like all our great contests. Uh, shout out uh, to the NASCAR Gambling Podcast, guys. And uh, shout out to last week's winner of the Patreon uh, contest, Andrew Cochran, who won $100 uh, NFL Super Bowl future, uh, which he is using. Uh, we're putting it in for him uh, at the Circus Sportsbook. He's using it on the Kansas City Chiefs. A uh, bit of a chalky play to run it back there. We just did a uh, episode as well, breaking down all the uh, NFL futures. And, of course, we got another Pick'em contest, as we do every week for the Patreon, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We got the NFL futures sheet uh, in there already, uh, already looking at some early NFL futures. This week's contest will be NBA All-Star related 
Kramer, uh, tell folks what they're going to win when they win the Patreon Pick'em Contest. Well, what, why would we not carry forward? I mean, we're, we're uh, although I'm not sure the next time we'll be here to, to, to secure a paper Yeah, ticket, that's the problem. Uh, it does seem like uh, an NBA future would have been a perfect gift. So you're saying that's that's not on the cards? Oh, boy. Well, really we could we sp- could we we could uh we could give them a digital copy, Ryan. It it would it's not quite the same, but I think uh people might enjoy it all the same. Yeah, I think we do an NBA future. I think we were talking about okay. it on Follow the Money this morning. I think I think there's some pizza bets to be made there. So why don't we do an NBA future? Hundred dollar NBA future to this week's winner of the uh Patreon Pick'em contest. All right, we got a couple Special guests waiting in the wings, of course, uh, brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Use that promo code SGPN. Get the 100% deposit bonus. I'm sure if I know Underdog, they will have some pickums going uh, for the NBA tonight and even uh, All-Star Weekend. I'm sure they'll be uh, whipping up some uh, fun fantasy contests. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Get the 100% deposit bonus. Joining us here on the line you know him, you love him from the NBA Gambling Podcast. Moon off the machine, Manji and Terrell Furman. Uh, Moon off, how we doing? We're doing well, guys. The season starts in October and it took you guys till February to get us onto the uh, mothership <laughs> show here. So, uh, a bit of a sour taste here uh, for myself and Terrell. Uh, Terrell, I'm sure we'll expand on it, but uh, great to be here with you, gentlemen. Respect the NBA <laughs> as we do here. We love the NBA. We just don't want to. Uh, step all over you guys doing the great show with our awesome predictions. Uh, Terrell, how we feeling about the NBA season so far? I'm feeling good. I feel great. I mean, the NBA is like Sean's side chick. You know, he goes out here, yeah. and he does these <laughs> NBA betting shows, doesn't even do offer keep it to on come on our show. He, he's out here doing uh, 4 a.m. to 7 a.m. in Vegas, but won't even offer to come on our show and do an early morning with <laughs> us. But, you know, it's all right. It's cool. Oh, uh, I've never, been- I've never, I've never been invited on the NBA uh, podcast. <laughs> if I, if I got an invite, I surely would uh, accept. Do, do you love- think that Walt Disney takes an invite to Disneyland or Disney World whenever he? No, he just shows up. That's, so I mean, that is true. You're right. I don't. I probably don't have to invite myself. I can just hop in on the stream yard. Uh, maybe that's what, what we I'll- gonna do. Say no. <laughs> We're gonna. Be- right. Yeah, no, Sean. Maybe that- Sean, get out of here. You can't be here. Right, maybe that's what we uh, start doing for some quality checks around here at SGPN. Just, <laughs> just randomly random. pop in on the show uninvited as a guest. <laughs> hey guys, uh, just making sure we're hitting the ad reads right time. <laughs> like uh, the auditor, sure those sh- podcast posts don't drive me insane. Uh, and hey, let's uh, talk a little hoops. Just show up uh, with a suit and a clipboard and start checking stuff. Yeah, hey guys, don't, don't, don't mind me. me. I'm not just, here. Uh, just yeah, pretend I'm not here, uh, but uh, I'll be uh, doing some quality checks. Uh, yeah, fun, uh, interesting time here, obviously, hopping in right before All-Star Weekend. We will get to some stuff specifically for All-Star Weekend picks, but I think uh, I think there's some fun stuff to get to, both conference-wise, uh, in the futures market. Munaf, we'll start with you. What are you seeing in the Western Conference? Is there uh, any sort of futures you like or... Or just how you see things shaking out here. Kind of a tight race up top. Any value, any any futures you're looking to get down on here uh, as we approach the All-Star break? Yeah, I mean, the tide has kind of changed in the Western Conference, right? I mean, a lot of the conversation throughout the past decade was, you know, the Lakers and the Warriors. And, you know, they had their quote-unquote dynasty. But now 
you're looking up at the standings in the Western Conference. It's the Minnesota Timberwolves sitting in the one spot, and then one game behind them is the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I think that both those organizations have done an absolutely fantastic job of, you know, creating those rosters and trying to be a um, a true contender, right? With OKC, you know, you have an MVP caliber player who's right now second in the MVP race. That's the odds-on favor in the Shea Gilchrist Alexander SGA, who's just playing incredible basketball. I think the only downfall for him is that he's in a small market. Um, you know, being in Oklahoma City, if that if you wasn't like in a California uh, market or on the East Coast somewhere, I think he would be getting a lot more credit than he has, you know, gotten thus far this season. So I think that if OKC does end up as the number one seed in the Western Conference, I think SGA will probably end up being the MVP. I know it's at short odds right now at around plus 280, plus 300. I know you could have got about 20 to 22 to one on SGA to win MVP. Um, but I, I would I, I would look at Oklahoma City Thunder probably ending up as a number one seed in the uh, Western Conference. And you know, we talked about this on Beeson this morning as well. Chris Finch, if Minnesota does end up as a number one seed, as yeah. well as I mentioned, those two teams are one game apart. You probably want to look at Chris Finch around three to one to uh, be coach of the year because uh, you know, I mentioned that they only won 42 games last year. Going into the All-Star break right now, they're already at 38 wins. So this team is well on its way to win at least 50 games thus far this season or uh, towards the end of the season. So I know it's a regular season award. The postseason is uh, a little bit different, but at least for a regular season right now, we'll talk about MVP in a second. I think Chris Finch right now at 3-1, to one, I think is a probably good bet to get down on. What about you, Terrell? How do you see the Western Conference shaking out? Any, uh, any futures you like uh, in the market right now? Yeah, I'm all over the Oklahoma City Thunder here. I, I yeah, think nine to they, one to win the West right now. I think they got everything they need. It, you know, I would probably like to see some bigs and them to have some more depth as as along as the center market goes. But and maybe they can still find somebody in the buyout market. It's a long season, so people can get bought out. They can find some opportunity there. But it's Shea Gilgis Alexander for me. I mean, that's really what it is. He's going to go out there and he's going to put them in positions to win the game. Every single chance we saw him last night go on the road, play the Orlando Magic, who are amazing at home and handle them swiftly and be able to go and get another win. They play good on the road. They play good at home. That's the difference between this team and maybe like Minnesota or Denver is that Denver struggles on the road. Minnesota not as good on the road. And so OKC, very, very balanced, very, very polished. And I think the long game is that, hey, we're just going to continue to play this game by game and winning games. And next thing you know, we're going to be looking at a one seed. So it's four teams at the top. I like OKC as the best team to finish out with the one seed. Finish out the one seed. But do you think they uh, – can they win the West then at 9-1? to one? Do, you, do you think they can get it done once we get into the playoffs? It's hard to say because they haven't been there before. Now, yeah. you know, Gordon Hayward is coming in. Hopefully Gordon Hayward is healthy at that point. He'll be a great addition to that team and just kind of make Josh Giddy a little bit obsolete because Gordon Hayward's shooting the three ball a lot better. But it's just more of they don't have the veteranship. We saw what that Sacramento Kings did team did last year. They were second in the West. Second in the West went into the first round and got knocked out by the Golden State Warriors because of Steph Curry, because of – Draymond Green, Clay Thompson, all the veterans, Steve Kerr, all the veterans that that team had. So I think that they're in good position. I think they look good to go out the way, but the West is so open that I don't mind a nine to one on OKC because I think that they're one of the more talented teams overall, not just the best team. OKC plus 390 to get the one seed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I kind of like I kind of like them to get the one seed at 390 almost better than them 
to win the West because I mean, you know, certainly the price difference, but you don't have to rely on them getting it done in the playoffs. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the Nuggets, like, are, are how much are they going to care about getting the one seed? They're going to want to make sure all their guys are healthy. Maybe they shift into cruise control towards the end of the regular season. I do think, I know the West is wide open, but I still think at right now, if you were betting the Western Conference, take a small sprinkle on the Golden State Warriors, 22 to 1 to win the West, just because they're playing really good basketball. And when uh-huh. playoff time comes, uh, I think, you know, Kerr seems to be having that rotation somewhat dialed in. Uh, I, I mean, Moonoff, 22 to 1 for the Warriors to win the West. Maybe they don't actually pull it off, but I, I have a feeling they at least get to the, or could get to the Western Conference. At that price, it feels, I put it this way when the playoffs start, they're not going to be 22 to 1 to win the West. It's going to be much lower, it would be my lead pipe lock. I mean, am I crazy there? It feels like it's almost a comparison to the Kansas City Chiefs, right? Because yeah. uh-huh. especially like this season where the Chiefs, like nobody said Terrell was giving them a chance and the odds <laughs> were stacked against them, right? Like they they had the hardest road to get into the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. And it's something similar to the Golden State Warriors right now where they were trying to figure out their rotation and Steve Kerr's hand was forced uh, to play some of the younger guys and it's finally panned out for them. You know, Jonathan Kaminga's playing at a very high level. And I mean, Steph Curry, I mean, I don't want to compare him to Patrick Mahomes, but I think you kind of see the similarities where if you have Steph Curry on the floor playing for your team, you're always going to have a chance to at least make a run in the in the uh, Western Conference. And like Terrell mentioned, it is a little bit wide open. I know there's teams that are stacked right now with the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns, but when you talk about teams that have been there and actually won championships, Golden State Warriors finally, you know, they, they fit that mold. And again, this team has started to figure it out over the last two weeks or they're above 500. They have two games left mm-hmm. going into the All-Star break. So coming out of that all-star break, let's also forget they they will be getting Chris Paul back as well into that rotation, yeah. who's just an extension of the head coach on the floor. For, and he's really been coaching up those younger guys if you've been watching those Warrior games. So I think they're in a prime spot right now. I think this will be a, the right time right now to get down on the Golden State Warriors if you think that they are going to go out and you know at least get to the NBA Finals, if not win it all. Currently yeah, I mean, plus 120 to make the playoffs. I was going to mention that. I think that might be a good bet. To uh-huh. That's crazy. Come on. Right. They're, they're... Lock it in. Uh, we're, we're, Sean, we got some plans after the show. Uh, yeah. We're going get to get down on that one down here. How could so they? Good. And I, just I think, just Chris it. Paul isn't even back yet. I know. Chris yeah, Paul's not no. back yet. So it can only get better. I mean, yeah. My, uh, did, he's going to add something, uh, certainly, to that lineup. Draymond seems to be handling the uh, anger management classes and, and hasn't punched anyone in the head. Uh, so I, I, if they can kind of keep it together, they will certainly be interesting here in the West. Uh, let's switch over to the East, take a high-level look there. I mean, the Sixers right now, uh, I feel like, Terrell, you were texting me, get in on uh-huh. some Sixers futures. Uh-huh. I was, I'm, I'm scared to get hurt again because I told myself, don't <laughs> buy into this Sixers team. Although I do like Nick Nurse so much better than Doc Rivers already. And then, of course, Embiid dealing with this knee injury. It does sound like he'll be back in time uh-huh. for the playoffs. I mean, they're 12-1 to 1 to, win the, uh, to win the Eastern Conference. And certainly they look pretty good when Embiid and Maxi were both healthy. Now, can both of them stay healthy? Can Embiid get past the second round? They're 12-1 to 1 to win the East. Are you still uh, maybe buying a little uh, of the uh, Eastern Conference uh, Sixers? Yeah, I am. And I, and I know it looks really bad right now, but you got to think. Joel Embiid, when he was here and he was in the lineup, he was perennial MVP. 
everybody agreed he should be MVP. Everybody agreed that the only reason he wasn't going to be MVP was because of the injury problem, and they have to have a minimum 65 games played to be eligible for awards. So when that went out the window, it's like, all right, we might as well. We done taxed him too much. The knee is obviously a problem. Now we yeah. might as well go back, go out there and make sure he's healthy. And this is where we're going to depend on Joe Embiid and everything he's doing that we can't see. Are you working out? Are you staying in shape? Are you finding ways to keep yourself locked in while you're dealing with this knee injury? Because this Sixers team, when you come back, they're going to be amazing. And they're going to be a cash cow just like they were earlier in the season. And now they have shooting. They added Buddy Hill. They added Campaign, who are significantly better three-point shooters than Patrick Beverly. That's going to open things up on the outside. I think the offense is going to be flowing all through the playoffs. Joel Embiid is not going to be able to be stopped. And it's just the fact of getting there. Now you have to trust the Sixers to get there. If they get there, I think they're going to be a cash cow. So, yes, I do like some Sixers props. So win the East, win the finals, because if they get there, I think it's a wide open path between them, Boston, maybe the Knicks of who's going to make it to the finals. Yeah, I mean, the the just NBA in general, I think, is is more wide open than previous years because, uh, you know, some of the top heavy teams, uh, you can make a pretty decent case against them. Uh, Celtics really have had trouble doing it in the playoffs. They're always a fun team to choke it away. Uh, but Mudov, how say you in the East? What's your uh, bird's eye view of uh, the Eastern Conference? Any futures you like here? Uh, maybe number one seed. How do you see this shaking out? Well, I think the biggest thing for the Sixers is that Doc Rivers is no longer on the sideline coaching this team, right? I know yeah. Nick Nurse is there. <laughs> Uh, as the as the head coach, and he has that championship experience, you know, when he won with Toronto. But um, I think New York is intriguing, man. Again, the, similar to the Philadelphia 76ers, they're dealing with some injuries as well, right? Julius Randle has been out. Mitchell Robinson uh, has been out so uh, out as well. OG Ananobi has been missing some time as well with an elbow injury. So, and Jalen Brunson, I know we talked about it this morning, but I mean, he's been the man for this uh, Knicks team. And, you know, they've been riding the hot hand of Jalen Brunson and, you know, carrying that scoring responsibility. Josh Hart has been playing outstanding basketball, Dante DiVincenzo as well. So when you get guys like Julius Randle back, hopefully he can perform in the playoffs because he hasn't done very well in the playoffs. Um, and you're also going to be getting, you know, Mitchell Robinson back, another uh, rim protector for this New York Knicks team. And OG Ananobi, who is another great defender and also can score the basketball. So, I think the Knicks are intriguing. I think they can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, barring health. So I think that's one team that maybe if you want to get down on to possibly win the East, I think that's going to be an intriguing price. But I also like the guys that you, uh, what you guys broke down about the Sixers as well. I think the one other team that's not being talked about a lot is probably the Cleveland Cavaliers as well. I mean, they've been doing absolutely well in, in during the regular season. Now for them, can that translate into the playoffs, right? Can Donovan Mitchell, can Darius Garland, can those guys stay healthy and Evan Mobley as well. He's spent some time here as well. So um, that's one team to keep an eye on uh, for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm really intrigued by the New York Knicks here. I, I would probably get down on some futures for them to win the East. Uh, well, that's talk about not wanting to get hurt. This is is like a 30 year old uh, hurt. I can still remember 30 30 years ago, 1994, I believe, in my basement watching the New York Knickerbockers finally get to the finals because Michael Jordan chose to quote retire. And what happens? OJ Simpson decides to drive around Los Angeles. I miss out on the entire third quarter because I guess the 405 was more interesting. And the Knicks have sucked ever since. I guess Allen Houston popped his head up. But, uh, yeah, uh, Brunson 
is very much a, a guy that I would love to root for. But don't uh, if, if I'm going to do anything, I'm going to walk downstairs and bet that Brunson MVP that we were discussing earlier uh, this morning, Moon off. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're not we're not getting I'm not getting emotional about basketball. I get up. I'm not <laughs> no, coming I mean, back. Knicks, Knicks to Knicks to maybe get the number one seed or go on a run here. If you think there's any chance of that, Brunson at uh MVP at 55 to 1 certainly uh-huh. is is pretty interesting too. Because like the top dogs, uh, I don't trust the Bucks once they get in the playoffs with Doc Rivers as their head coach and the Celtics, I don't think, are so dominant that they deserve a plus 120 price to win the East. And we haven't even talked about a team like the Heat, who, you know, seem to turn things on in the playoffs. Um, besides this, I mean, even like a long shot Pacers, maybe at 40 to 1, I don't think they win it, but maybe they get to uh, the Eastern Conference Finals and you can hedge out because. You know, all these other teams, you have really no sort of proven track record, um, you know, like uh, that are going to be in the playoffs and going to be interesting. So a lot to shake out. We mentioned the Brunson MVP. Uh, That one's a fun long shot. Moonoff, it seems like you kind of like SGA uh, at his price right now. Or what would you any other uh, MVP action you think uh, makes sense here? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned Brunson. I, I think that's a, a good bet to get down on. Um, I mean, Tatum forty to one. If Boston ends up as a number one seed and it's like not even close, and if he qualifies for the number of games, I think that you have to give some type of. I don't know. You don't have to, but again, I think that I don't think Joe Mazzulla will get um, Coach of the Year because I think the the Western Conference coaches are more intriguing. So I think that if you look at Jason Tatum, he's having a great regular season. It's just about this Boston team. We've seen it over and over. Can they get it done in the playoffs? But at least for the regular season, Jason Tatum's having a great year. I mean, he had another 40-point game last night against the Brooklyn Nets. He's rebounding the basketball excellent as well. Um, I talked about Kawhi Leonard um, this morning as well. He was at around 100-1, to I want to say 10 to to, uh, 14 uh, days ago. Um, for MVP odds, he's down to 45 to one right now. But I think for the Clippers, it's because they have so much other talent that maybe that will take away from, you know, voters looking at uh, Kawhi Leonard as an MVP. But I think SGA right now, I know, you know, some people have that those 20 to 22 to one odds for him to win MVP at plus two eighties out there. And then I'll throw out Tatum 40 to one as well. I feel like you yeah. get bonus points for playing with Harden. In the MVP, any sort of individual <laughs> award, you get bonus points for having Harden on your team. Well, and, and that's why it's trust. It's it's uh, tough to trust, like the Clippers going on a run with Harden there, um, you know, and then even the Suns, like they play no defense. They're they're considered like pretty high in the Western Conference as far as the odds. And I, I just don't see the Suns playing enough defense to uh, win the West. I mean, maybe the big three offense carries them. Uh, Tatum, Tatum at forty to one, I think is kind of interesting. Big it does two and a half, big two and a half, big two, big and, two a half. and a half. Yeah, Bradley Beal, he's he's there, kind of, sort of. He's really just there for the money. He's not really there. Playing yeah, I mean, if Bradley Beal getting there as the three is. Uh, you're right. That is a bit of it's two Professor and a half. Glass. I mean, we have to call him Professor Glass at this point. I know we get on Anthony Davis, but Bradley Beal just left the game with injury again in five minutes into the game last night. Like we we got to talk about Bradley Beal being the next Professor Glass out here. Sean was rounding up like he was measuring something. Well, I mean, we should get uh, Jake on a Photoshop of two and a half men, and it's uh, and it's uh, the son's big big two, and then Bradley Beal's the kid. Oh yes, uh, 
because I'm with you there. What about you? Uh, what about you, Terrell? You you like a good long shot, uh, not a fr- and and the MVP is a narrative award, uh-huh. so they're always looking for like a new angle, a new star to crown. Certainly, that's the SGA angle. But how say you? Are you riding SGA? Any of these longer shots make sense? I mean, or do we just eat the chalk with Joker at minus one fifty? The fact that he's already won to me. Uh-huh. I think kind of hurts your case and maybe that he doesn't play enough or maybe they, I, I could see them resting a little bit uh, him towards the end of the season. Like they did kind of with the, uh, with last year, like if he played all those games towards the end of the regular season last year, maybe he gets, uh, maybe he steals it from Embiid, but it did seem like they were kind of playing for the playoffs, which, you know, uh-huh. uh, you could make sense as a, as a smart thing to do. Does here. he have any sort of a MVP um, or a horse bonus in his MVP clause? That's the only way <laughs> I mean, he's going to care enough. He like, honestly, it, I think that the Nuggets are going to be a little bit further down in the standings to do that. Now we got Jamal Murray and we'll see how Jamal Murray works himself back in from his injury. But it's just more of the fact of like, SGA, I think his team's going to be the one seed. I don't think that the Nuggets are good enough on the road to maintain the success where they could be the one seed. And if there's anybody else with a long shot that I would even take a chance, like I'm not, I'm not sold on all these 40 and 50 ones. I'm not, I'm sorry. But the only other person that I think that could make a narrative push is Luka Doncic. Mm. If they, if the Maverick, because the Mavericks are playing defense right now. They've held teams to about 100, 809, somewhere around their points per game in their last five games. If the Mavericks are able to play defense, make a run, push themselves up the standings, Luka is going to be – everybody's going to be running to take Luka. So Luka at 10-1 right now, that's the only quote-unquote long shot I would really be interested in. But I truly think it's SGA's war to win. All they have to do is win games. If Brunson stays in – I mean, what happens if Dallas just keeps Brunson? Pretty good. These NBA teams yeah. are so cute. They're so cute with their trades. And it's so funny how everybody was crapping on the Knicks when they made the trade. Me included. Everybody was crapping on the Knicks <laughs> when they made the trade. Like, oh, this is this Brunson. Like, yeah, he's good. Is he worth all this money? Is he going to do that? We saw the playoff right. We saw it with our own eyes, and we doubted Jalen Brunson. And then he came to New York, and he elevated you want, yeah, underrated the value of having a Jersey guy playing in the garden, fueling on the crowd, just has all that dog in him. I love it. It's yeah. a, he's a New York Nick. He's per, and he's also a perfect Tibbs player, which means he'll get worn down for the playoffs. <laughs> I much. mean, the Knicks being good is, is just good for the NBA in general. All right, we're going to move over to the uh, all-star picks here in just a second. Shout out, of course, to uh, Hall of Fame Bets. And so make sure you get in on the Parlay Optimizer Perfect for some same game parlays or, or just any sort of parlays you're looking to play uh, put together. All you got to do is head over to hofbets.com, use the promo code SGPN, get 50% off your first month. Uh, there they got you covered. And I've gotten a ton of great uh listener feedback. And on the Discord, I see people posting the screenshots of them using uh Hall of Fame bets for the NBA same game parlays and uh cashing in pretty good. You can also follow them on Twitter at uh hof bets sorry i totally forgot their twitter but again it's twitter you guys can you guys can figure it out uh yeah at hof bets on twitter uh because they post a bunch of uh stuff that their tool uh generates so again hof bets.com or download the hall of fame bits app use the promo code sgp and 50 percent off your first month 
Uh, before we get to the all-star picks, uh, Moonoff, Terrell, any other futures you have that you think are worth uh, bringing up, either making this playoffs, title odds? I mean, Kramer, the, the Warriors make the playoffs at plus 120. I know the West is competitive, but the fact that that's still a dog price, I think, is off. So that's that's one that jumps out at me. Is there is there any other future stuff you want to toss out, Moonoff, before we get to the all-star picks? Um. It's either the Lakers to make the playoffs or the Kings to miss the playoffs because I feel like this Kings team is still missing something, and I'm not sure I can trust them to finish out the season because they're they're really inconsistent. Like one night they look really good offensively, one night they look really, you know, bad defensively. So I don't think they've been able to put it together. So I think when we talk about narrative, there's nothing more the league wants than putting LeBron and the Lakers into the playoffs. So I think that the one team that does fall out of that race is probably going to be uh, the Sacramento Kings there. So I think it's going to be a battle between the Mavericks, the Lakers and the Warriors. So um, Kings, the missed the playoffs um, right now. It, I mean, it's at a minus price, but I think the Lakers at plus plus one twenty five. but I think Kramer nailed it with the Warriors at plus plus one twenty to make the playoffs, especially at a plus price right now and how they're playing, um, you know, over the past several weeks and got back into contention. So I think that's the only one I wanted to mention there as well. Do the yeah, Lakers that's... really want to make the playoffs? I mean, is Bronny coming out? Do they want that lottery? Is he going to be a lottery pick? Is, is LeBron <laughs> trying to like sew up his legacy here? Have the no, uh... Le- Le- Bronny's not going anywhere. Bronny's going to be lucky to be starting for USC next year. Did you guys see the breakdown? I, I don't know where I read. I feel like this is a Reddit thing, but there was a breakdown of how weird it's going to be for Bronny to have to shower with his dad in a professional <laughs> locker room. <laughs> 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 That is, and also yeah, for Bron, like, what if Bronny's got a bigger hop? Like, how does that? Work? Oh, that's all of a sudden, uh, Bronny has become the team leader for some reason. <laughs> it's like two mountain, oh, those man. mountain sheep blasting into each other. It has been settled. <laughs> Sword fight in the locker room, tearing the uh, Lakers apart. Uh, you went too far. Oh, come on, you brought it up, Brian <laughs> Terrell. Uh, any uh, any futures we brought up or that we haven't brought up that you think are, are worth tossing out before we talk NBA All Star Weekend? Yeah, right now the Detroit Pistons are minus one sixty to have the worst record in the NBA this season. I'm trying to tell you, their Achilles' heel, Killian Hayes, is no longer on the roster. This team is gonna start winning some basketball games. Ooh. So the Washington Wizards, they're only one game behind the Wizards right now. Three to one to finish with the worst regular season. One game back. One game back. Three to one to finish with the worst regular season. San Antonio Spurs, they're ahead by, what is this? Uh, two games. Two three games. games. Yeah. Three games. Yeah, three games. They're ahead by three games. Nine to one. Nine to one. It, hold on yeah, now. I mean, so you're telling me that that's... Detroit's that bad? That bad? No way. No way. Kate Cunningham is healthy now. They're starting to now realize what it's like to win basketball games and be competitive in basketball games. They got a couple wins on the road against the Kings and the Trailblazers. I don't know. I think these prices, Wizards at three to one, Spurs at six to one, even the Hornets at plus Hornets. I was gonna mention the Hornets. Yeah, what's the, the Hornets what's the... at plus nine fifty? Okay, yeah. Yeah, you can talk me into the, the Hornets because of the pricing, but I'm with you. Like anyone but the Pistons, they they just shouldn't be that big of a favorite. I, I think you nailed it. 
Uh, yep. Like that, like that market. All right, let's uh, let's talk All Star Weekend. Uh, first up, three point contest. Oh man, this is uh, always fun. I feel like I've had back in the day cash this a couple times. Terrell, we'll start with you. Uh, what are you doing in the three point contest? Oh man, where's Jake? Where's Jake? Because we're back to our system play, Kramer. I know you'll appreciate it. First round three-point contest unders. Just so people know, you could bet on the do ball specifically. If they're, how many do balls or quote-unquote money balls they're going to hit, their money ball rack, how many money balls they'll hit over the course of the contest. Or you can bet the score overall. I'll let you know that we did both last year. We took the under on every single one. <laughs> 12 and 4. 12 and wow. 4 is what we finished in the first round. All right. I mean, it's crazy. And it's been years prior. We cash years prior. We have all of this data. Jake put in a, a beautiful spreadsheet for me. And now we have the odds listed for this year, the, comp- the contestants this year. Only two, however, have not been in a contest before, and that's Malik Beasley and Jalen Brunson. However, Tyrese Halliburton, Dame Lillard, Laurie Markkinen, Donovan Mitchell, Carl Anthony Towns, Trey Young, all have been in the contest before. I- I'm I'm just going to continue with our system match. We're getting people who don't shoot three-point contests regularly, finding a rhythm in the first round, typically tend to be off a little bit. This is going to be the time we're going to fade them on their first round underline, and we're going to fade them on their money ball rack in the first round when that line drops as well. Mm. Oh, I love this. Wait. This is simple. I don't have to think about it. We're just taking the <laughs> under on every guy. It's a simple system. I love it's it. Add to the fact that Saturday night events are where the Indianapolis Colts play football. It's not where the Pacers play basketball. So it's going to be a different venue. There's going to be a different what? setup. something that they're not going to be used to. So keep that in mind as well when you're betting. Freaking domes. That's to add. These domes that's, taking over our crazy. sport. Look at these domes taking over our sport. <laughs> we, we were doing so guys, good yeah, we, without these domes. We, we see it with the uh, with March Madness. Anytime they start playing uh, basketball in a football stadium, you get the weird sight lines and, and different. Yeah, this is all right. Sean, are you are, are you document? We all right. We we got some serious investing to do after the show. All oh, right, yeah. so this is eight, eight bets, and then we're gonna when the money ball comes out, we're gonna also take the under on number of money balls in the first round. Yep. Easy. Yeah, the, easy I piece. think around. The round one score. So for like Lillard, he's uh, 22 and a half. And you're actually getting, I'm seeing like minus 100 essentially on the under uh, 22 and a half. Donovan Mitchell said at 19 and a half. Uh, it looks like all, I mean, this is the three point contest. It does seem like a lot of these, you're getting better juice on the under than you are the over. So even add that to the reason of why you want to look to the uh, all the unders here. They're starting to pick on. They're starting to catch on. Yeah, I mean, everyone's uh, between 19 and 22. Yeah, this. Uh, all right, moving on. This is easy. Simple easy system. Uh, Moonoff, if you're crazy enough to bet a winner here, do you like uh, anyone uh, at their price to maybe win the three-point contest? Um, Lori Bird, man. Uh, like Terrell mentioned, he's, he's been there before. Uh, I think that is an opportunity for him. So go out there, showcase that you know he can, you know, obviously he can make the three-point shot. That's why he's in the contest here. But eight to one, I think that's a little disrespectful for Lori Marketing. So I do like Lori Marketing eight to one to win the uh win the three-point contest here. Um, 
other than that, nobody else really in, intrigued me on the list. I'm not going to get on Dame. Uh, I think Tyrese Halliburton has way too slow of a release uh, to keep advancing through the finals. last year. Yeah, he did win last year, and he's at hometown. Um, yeah, but yeah, I think I'm, I'm going to go with Laurie. I, I think that's the one I really like, especially at the odds at 8-1. Yeah, you got to play the hometown guys. They're hosting. They're especially in Indy. You're you you're not used to hosting. You're not uh-huh. a party town. It's like all right, we got to get the good silverware out. We got to make sure we get the the import the strippers from Tampa. Like there's a lot. Yeah, gotta you got to you got to find all the working girls and get them into Indy. Get the shrimp cocktail in from the uh, that, that famous Saint place. Where all the all the GMs I will say. Lori Bird was the hometown guy last year, and he went under in the first round. <laughs> nice. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you, Munaf. I like uh, marking in at eight to one, just because these things always end up being more of a crapshoot, and there's not a lot of value in the favorites there. So taking a shot at marking in eight to one um, feels like a, a fun play there. Kramer, you got any thoughts well, here on? Uh, are you going riding all, with your boy Brunson? Yeah, of course. I'm going to take marking in too as well with you guys. He's second longest odds, but. Why, why does Jalen Brunson have the same odds as Carl Anthony Towns? What am I missing here? Short of Cats Brunson. Towns actually won, yeah. Cats won. I, I, won I understand ago. that. I understand <laughs> that. Uh, but it's still ridiculous. It, it's still He still should be a long shot. I don't give a shit if he's won. He's a big man. He's not going to do it again. <laughs> Jalen I think Brunson. that's why. I think that's why. He probably opened up. I got to see where he opened up at. But he was like, oh, it was double digits, wasn't it, Moon Off, when he won? Like, and. What? 12 to 1, I think. I, yeah, it was like I'm 12, 13 to 1. So uh, I, I think that people saw that. It was like, oh, no, we can't let him be that big of a that big of a dog again. We're going to get killed this time around. Yeah, give me Brunson and marketing. Brunson and marketing. All right. Yeah, I'm just – I'm going to stick with marketing. Uh, and, of course, uh, the new system play on the uh, three-point round one unders. Love that, Terrell. Terrell, do you like anyone to actually win it? Yeah, I'm with Brun- I'm I'm gonna stick with the hometown guy and Brunson. Brunson seven to one for to get it done with me and kind of leaning Donovan Mitchell. I'm ch- I'm curious why Donovan Mitchell has the highest highest odds on the board. I think that's a little mispriced. So I might just play Donovan Mitchell just to have some fun. But and then I I have to throw a little bit on Tyrese Halliburton. He won last year. He won last oh, year. Right. He might he might have another good good round. <laughs> Sean Terrell just pulled a Colby. He he's he's rooting for half the field. This is, yeah, this is, this is exactly. <laughs> hey man, I yeah, Terrell, there's only eight up. guys playing. I split my but, unit up. There you go. It's like uh, Colby and his uh, XFL teams. Well, I have four teams I really like. Colby, there's eight teams in the league. I can tell you who I it's don't not- like. <laughs> I hate Dane. I hate uh, Dane. I don't think yeah. I don't well, think Dane. Yeah. Also, if we want to make sure we're promoting the right uh, soda, it's uh, it's Starry. Uh, yes. which uh, yep. uh, apparently they, they said, you know what? Sierra Mist is crap. We're going to tear it up, and we're going to create a new thing and call it Starry. Now, marketing is oh, it, yes. oh, it's so it is just reworked Sierra Mist? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, have you That's tasted it? That it? is it's, it's just it's Sierra Mist. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I've, I've, not, I've not sampled any Starry uh, lately. Uh, but looking at the, it sounds the like, rest. It sounds like when you lick, when you lick a stripper. I haven't sampled any Starry lately. <laughs> Well, maybe we head over to Little Darlings. Ryan, um, you have to – we've gone this far in and we forgot to tell people because uh, we were on VEASAN when we were talking about it earlier and had to do a, a, a censored version. But our uh, our uh, cab driver 
Uh, so we were, we went out, uh, you know, doing some conference stuff and then came back here to the circuit and the, uh, the Uber driver we had was just this sassy chick who was just, uh, had me die. And she was like, she was talking about how she had to work on her birthday and, um, you know, she was, uh, Oh, how the, all the Ubers are going to strike. And then, and then she was going into, uh, she dropped someone off at um, Little Darlings out here, a strip club in Vegas, and that these girls didn't know how to put some junk in their trunk. They didn't really know how to back it up. You know, I had plenty of uh, fried chicken and cornbread growing up, and I had, uh, you know, my titties are real. When I when I slap you in the face with my titties, you feel them. And they jiggle. They're not like these hard, fake titties that they got everywhere. So when I dropped someone off and said, hey, can I go in there and tinkle? And I see these girls, they're not dancing at all. And I showed them, I went up on that stage. Well, and I Sean, showed them hold on. Dance. She, she goes, she goes, just, you know that Justin Timberlake tune, Sexy Back? They were, yeah, they were that's ruining that song. They were ruining that they were, song. They, they were, were bringing no sexy se- back. There was no sexy in that back. I went up there and I showed them. Got $200 in tips for six minutes. Much better than Uber. And she's like, and she kept just going, you like that, Sean? You like that, Sean, don't you? And I, was like, <laughs> I, was, I was dying. You and like, like that. I, you like yeah, that. And I even snorted a couple times. And uh, <laughs> Kramer was also trying to record her because it was just so funny. Oh, man. Uh, maybe we can maybe we can get some of the, the audio too, clips. Yeah. But Ryan, That's she funny. had me dying. Well, and, and, and it was kept one of those things. I would, yeah, the best way I would describe it is imagine if you were in a comedy club with only you and the comedian, yeah. and the comedian was bullying you to laugh. Like, yeah, it was if right. Sean, that... If Sean didn't laugh right away, she'd turn around and be like, You like that, Sean? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh, you Sean, like give that, me that, Sean? She, she would call it the snort remix. She like, Oh, Sean, give me that snort remix. <laughs> I, I had to deliver. There's a lot of pressure, uh, but she was a character, man. Uh, five stars for sure. Oh, yeah. uh, getting back to the uh, all stars. Uh, any? Yes. To wrap up the three point contest, it's oh, one yeah. more three point contest that we got to talk about just really quickly. The three point shootout between Steph Curry and Sabrina Ionescu. They oh, yeah. have uh, Steph Curry minus 265, Sabrina Ionescu two to one underdog. I'm telling you right now take sabrina ionescu really if you haven't seen her three-point contest from the WNBA all-star weekend this past year she only missed two balls in her final round only two that's it that's how good she is and everybody's assuming it's going to be steph i'm gonna zig when they zag i'm gonna take sabrina ionescu the new york liberty a star and they also have a combined score they're only playing one round they have a combined score prop of 45 and a half Smash the under at minus one thirty. Smash. I mean, I mean, they only get pray, one round. Pray for <laughs> Steph, pray for Steph in that locker room if he loses uh, to her, because I have a feeling the other guys in the All Star game are going to be busting his chops. But yeah, I mean, so does she play with the? Does she play? I'm assuming she plays with the WNBA ball, right, or what? Yeah, so she's going to be playing with the WNBA standard ball from the WNBA line, and Steph is going to have the NBA ball from the NBA line. But she did oh, okay. tweet, hey, I don't care. Give me the NBA line. I want yeah. the NBA line. Oh, how do I not well, that, bet on that? How do I not bet that, on that? That would be if they moved her back to the NBA line and you were getting even juicier odds. I think that's where it gets super interesting. But the fact that you're getting mm. two to one at the NBA line with the W or sorry, WNBA line with the WNBA ball, 
Yep. Yeah. And I'd imagine I mean, on average the the like the the elite shooters from the WNBA probably have a much faster release. Um uh-huh. it's just, like the the best yeah, the best women shooters are just like it's lightning. It, they they all look like Steph Curry. So yeah, interesting interesting odds here cuz yeah, I mean if, if this is a man if, if these are two men, it's probably close to even. Uh yeah. feels like she's getting a yeah. little disrespected. Uh, any, anything else in the all-star game? Are we touching the, I feel like the MVP is the interesting uh, bet that we haven't discussed. I mean, the side in total that, I mean, the total's at three, three sixty three. Uh, I'm not, I'm not messing with that. I, I would just when in doubt, take, uh, take the plus plus one twenty four on the East money line. Cause it's, you know, I mean, who, who can actually uh, predict this game, but uh, Moon off. Any thoughts on on stuff we haven't hit for the All Star game? I think MVP is always an interesting market because there's there's a narrative aspect and there's like uh you know whose turn is it to be kind of the guy, uh, and it certainly revolves around like who are they going to let take a bunch of shots? Yeah. Uh, there's there's like an NBA food chain that you somehow kind of <laughs> get to the top of. Uh, what is your what is your handle on this market here? Yeah, so I think for the at least the game itself, if you want to bet the side or total, maybe just look at the first half over because we've seen the beginning of the game that there's absolutely zero defense being played. <laughs> and the, the, the screws tighten up a little bit in the second half if the games are close. So if you want to get on the first half over uh, for the for the All-Star game, I think that may be worth a look. Um, as far as the MVP market, I'll probably look at some of these younger guys um, as far as MVP. So I think the first guy that kind of sticks out to me, Anthony Edwards, 10 to 1. Uh, I think that's a, maybe a good bet to get down on for the Western Conference. He's a young guy. Uh, he'll get down on his shots. I think that's like the new wave when we talk about the SGAs of the world, the Anthony Edwards of the world, the Tyrese Halliburton's of the world. I think Anth- uh, Anthony Edwards uh, is definitely in that wave. They're at 10 to 1. Um, and then the two guys we already talked about, SGA 14 to 1. And then uh, the hometown kid, you got to put something down somewhere on him. So Halliburton at 16 to 1 for MVP. Those are the three guys that kind of stood out to me. Seems like the path in the East is easier to, to, in terms of that, what Sean's describing, the uh, the ladder that you have to climb to be allowed to score the basketball in the All-Star game. Yeah, yeah, I think no. there's, some, there's something to that as well, right? Because, I mean, look at the Eastern Conference. It's really, it, it, the older guys are all in the West, right? I think the, the veteran of the group in the East uh-huh. is what, it's Giannis, and then it's a bunch of younger guys. I mean, Donovan Mitchell, maybe another veteran Is Jason veteran Tatum there. Town as a veteran? Uh, Lillard, not, I guess, is a veteran. Yeah. I don't know. It's really just Giannis. Yeah. So then, I mean, you, then your younger guys like Tyree Taliburn, if you don't even throw Jalen Brunson at 32 to 1, uh, I think that may be worth a look as well. Versus the West of Western Conference, like we talked about, it's LeBron, it's Steph, it's, uh, you know, it's Kevin Durant. Durant. It, you know, those, those older guys are there. So and maybe, you know, coaches pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, maybe don't play my guys for a long minutes. And you see some of these younger guys going out there and balling out a little bit so yeah i think that, that there may be a little bit of a narrative there yeah i i love i love halliburton at 16 to 1 could just see them saying young buck get it and he does and then uh brunson at 32 to 1 yep. as well i mean him him you know he can hit some shots he gets hot i think i think people are fine in the east to let him kind of be his time to shine and uh, if the East ends up winning, I, I think, uh, you know, Brunson or Halliburton could be a big part of that. So those two guys to a man. at 16 to 1, 32 to 1. Yeah, to a man. Who's telling Brunson on that East team no? 
No, like, seriously. If he says, yeah, who, hey, if he says I'm gonna, I'm gonna do but, it. Who's saying and no? he was he was robbed. He was robbed this year. He should have been a starter. If we're being honest, he should have been a starter. Yeah. So he should have been a starter this year. He should have been an all-star last year. We're sitting here. We're talking about MVP that we all sit here and say he should be in the MVP conversation, but he's probably not going to get it. More than likely not going to get it. Uh, who's telling who on that team is moving over and not letting Jalen Brunson get his if he gets hot? Like, yeah, I love no, that. no way. No way. Jalen Brunson 32 to one is a bet. I feel like everybody has to get down on. I yes, think also yeah, I'll add more for Hallie that he could probably go out there and get 20 dimes in this game, like 20 assists. Who knows? Oh, he could yeah. go out there and break Magic Jansen's record of 22 assists, and that gets him the MVP. Oh, that would be fun. Uh, any any other MVP stuff, uh, Terrell? Yeah, I like, like what you said about Hallie. I like the Hallie props at 16-1. Uh, and those for the East, if I'm looking at the West, it's SGA. It's SGA. Yeah. Give us. Give SGA the opportunity, and SGA is going to be able. The only thing that I don't like about SGA is the shooting, and that he may not get the outside jump shooting. But the fact that nobody's challenging anything at the rim, SGA can drive to the rim. He can get some highlight dunks. He can like if SGA dunks in the All Star game, it's a highlight regardless of what dunk it is. It's a highlight because he's a guard. So yeah, I like SGA to be able to get it done at fourteen to one. I tell you who I don't like. I don't like Jokic. Hate Jokic. He told you. He told you. If anybody's betting on Jokic, I I just want to say it so that our listeners know not to put a bet on Jokic. Jokic said, this is not the game for me. This isn't the game for me. I should not be in this game. It does not not fit my skill set at all. And I actually hate and dread being in the game. So do not put a bet down on Jokic. Whatever you do. Yeah, I mean, he was the guy who complained about – Winning the championship because it meant less of a summer break. <laughs> like he, you think he, he's looking to he, put he was in upset. extra? He had to go to the parade. The parade was yeah, like four days like, after. He's like, wait, what? Yeah. I gotta go home. Four he's days. Like, I want to go home to my horses. Four days. My horses. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go race my horses. I, I don't. I, I, yeah, I don't. I don't know how far it is, but I don't think the uh, the horseshoe or uh, racetrack in, in Indy isn't that far away. Maybe he can uh, dip out uh, from the NBA All Star festivities <laughs> to go uh, bet on the ponies. The last bit yeah, I'll I can, make, though. I can see him getting down on it. All right. Uh, before we close things out, maybe uh, toss out a lock for tonight. Uh, we'll kick it over to you, Munaf. Munaf, best bet for tonight's slate. What do we What do we got? Um, I think there's a couple options here. I know I have no feeling which one uh, Terrell's going to take, but I'm going to go with the Wizards plus the 13 here against the Pelicans. Um, you take a look at the Pelican schedule. They had a four game road trip. They came back home and they went again to the West coast. And that was that first game back coming off of a, you know, three or more or four or more game road trip. It's always a tough one. And the wizards, despite their record straight up on the road, uh, they've been one of the better teams covering the number against the spread. Uh, I think they're 17, nine and one against the spread on the road here. So I think the Pelicans are a team that I, I don't trust. They're a great first half team, but we've seen it numerous times this season where they'll cough up the lead in the second half, and I think they'll probably just coast to a victory here. I wouldn't be surprised if they win by 10 points or, or you know something in that range, but I think 13 points is way too many here for the Wash- uh, Sorry, for the uh, Pelicans here to cover this number against the Wizards. So I'll take the Wizards plus the 13 as my best bet here tonight for Wednesday. Ooh, like it. A little double-digit dog. Yeah, sprinkle a little bit on the uh, money line there as well. Ooh. Uh, Terrell, what do you like uh, on tonight's card? Well, I like a few things. And I was going to use my lock from the show, but 
I'd rather just direct people to the NBA Gambling Podcast so they can check oh, out the, there you go. the show and play that one. So I'll give you another best bet. Bonus block. And it's going off the beaten path because Moonoff thought he knew what my best bet was. And he probably <laughs> I think does, he probably had that one for the one. show, so I didn't want to say <laughs> All right. I'm I'm fating the Kings here. I'm going with the Denver Nuggets, minus five at home. Nugs. You're getting them on the rest advantage against Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings just went to war with the Suns last night. 130, 125. Sabonis had 35. Was it 35 triple-double going off? Yeah, I, I had my point. triple double as my dog yesterday, so he was at plus one thirty five. He got there pretty easily. Thirty five yeah, like, triple double. Played like thirty nine minutes too. Yep, and then De'Aaron Fox elevation. had forty. Yep, De'Aaron Fox had forty. You're traveling elevation, all of that, and look at the spot. Last week, these two teams played. Denver was on the back end of a bat to back. They just played the Lakers the day before, and they got buried by the Kings, who were coming off rest at home. Now it's the complete opposite. The Kings on the second game of a back-to-back playing against the Denver Nuggets, who I think are going to bury them at home today, even without Jamal Murray and and KCP. So I'm all over the Denver Nuggets minus five today. Kramer, what do you got? Uh, I'm just going to recycle. LeBron's out. They're on a back-to-back. They're at elevation. Give me the Jazz. Yeah, Jazz. Laying five and a half. Jazz are inevitable. Fives are uh, the line. So people are betting the Lakers. The line, I see some fives back out there. So uh, maybe oh, really? the number will get better for us. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see it for the Lakers there. Uh, for me, I think the, uh, if you're looking for a dog, I like the Knicks uh, coming off. I think they'll be pretty pissed off the way they lost against that Rockets team. And then uh, Orlando on the back to back. And just um, in general, Knicks is a dog is a pretty good play. So Knicks on the money line. And then uh, for a lock, give me the uh, Golden State Warriors at home. Kawhi is out. That, to me, is a sign that they're kind of going to be punting on this game. And I think if you're the Clippers, you're feeling pretty good going into the All-Star break. And Golden State needs this game. You know, like you said, they're plus 120 to make the playoffs. They can't be punting on much. And uh, I think the rotation's kind of dialed in. So I like that lay in the short number at home. Sean, I officially have a – I have an NFL side on the Warriors to make the playoffs. Wish me luck. (laughs) Graver already getting down mid-game. Hey, uh, make sure you get in on the free Daytona 500 contest, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Daytona. Obviously, subscribe to the NBA Gambling Podcast. Hook you up with daily NBA picks from the crew, uh, Moonoff. The Machine, Manji, Terrell Furman, uh, Scotty Rice, Shell, Lante in the mix as well. Uh, Chris uh, B. Cappen as well, getting in there. Uh, good rotation we got. Uh, anything else, uh, Anything else? Moonoff? Any other uh, picks you want to throw out before we get out of here? Uh, nine to one before we back on to the mothership before the uh playoffs. So we'll see you guys at the NBA. <laughs> oh, I like that. Oh, nice job. Wow. Nice job. So, that was well done. Well done. Can't top that. And uh, toss us a nice rating review over on Apple Podcasts. Always appreciate that for the Sports Game on the Podcast. I'm Sean Second the Money Green, and he is Ryan. No, oh, Vegas, baby. Vegas Kramer. Let it ride.